Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash westwood1. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash westwood1 now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash westwood1. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center, family owned and operated, a no pressure, laid back atmosphere, and always home of the free maintenance for life. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast, presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute. Yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. Give me the Well, welcome in. Glad you're with us as we begin on a Friday edition of the Give Me the Hawks Chuck podcast. Weekend edition, wrapping up the week, heading into the weekend. The basketball Razorbacks heading over to Tulsa, Oklahoma today. Going to play those Sooners at high noon tomorrow. Arkansas's first game without Trevin Brazil. As we have learned since we spoke on Wednesdays out for the year with an ACL. We'll hear Musk talk about that a little bit later in the podcast today. We're also going to talk some football. We're going to visit with the Associate Executive Director of the AutoZone Liberty Bowl, Harold Grader. Harold is uh, he's an old friend, number one. And uh, just a great ambassador for that bowl game. We're going to talk to him a little bit about uh, how Arkansas got there, what it's like to be a bowl executive in the modern era of college football where, you know, gone are the days when you go out and you, you know, you settle all these bowl, uh, bowl matchups in the back of a smoke-lit room. But it's not quite like that anymore. Harold's going to talk to us about the changes and maybe some of the things Razorback fans can look forward to when they head over to Memphis to watch the Razorbacks play Kansas. And that's how we begin, but we tell you as we start that, as always, we're presented by Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. If you're a buyer or a seller, you owe it to yourself to log on to WeikerGriffin.com. And we're brought to you in part by Bet Saracen and the Bet Saracen app, Arkansas's favorite sports app. It's the weekend. Uh, you got to get ready for all the, uh, all the wagers that you're going to make for the ball games over the next couple of days. All right, let's start with a little football uh, before we move on to our conversation with Harold Grader. The Razorbacks are actually going to hold their first bowl practice today. The coaches have been out on the road recruiting all week. Now, Sam Pittman was in Memphis yesterday. They had a Liberty Bowl press conference of of some sort. So he was there for that, but he was back out on the road recruiting uh, when it was over with. But they'll have a practice today, and then a lot of – what they do over the next several days is going to involve first recruiting, and then I think they'll really get in heavy to the bowl prep next week. But there is going to be a practice today, and then they'll have a break for a little while, and 
they'll head back out on the road recruiting. Uh, Barry Odom introduced yesterday as the def- uh, as the new head coach at UNLV. I almost said defensive coordinator. He was our defensive coordinator. He's their head coach now, and I know he's excited about that. He issued a statement yesterday thanking uh, the coaching staff and the players and the fans and just basically the state of Arkansas for his time here. We're better for Odom's time here. Uh, Our football program is better for his time here. A lot of the things that he did that maybe fans didn't see every day, I think that's going to allow him a chance to be successful at UNLV. But uh, Arkansas got a lot to mix and match right now as they prepare for a bowl game and also you know, you got to replenish your roster. You got guys going in the portal every day, and you know, you got guys you're trying to bring in, and they'll talk to some more this weekend. They've gotten some commitments from some players who played at other schools last year, so um, it's a very fluid time, shall we say? I would imagine that Sam Pittman uh, will have some sort of uh, some sort of media gathering. Uh, at the close of uh, their practice today. I don't know that, but I suspect that uh, that'll probably be the case, so maybe we'll hear more from him at that point. All right, before we talk to Harold Grader, I want to mention my friends at Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, and I say my friends because when you're involved in a real estate transaction and it goes well, whoever helped you becomes your friend. I can assure you of that, and that was my situation with Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. Now, I knew them before. I knew of their reputation, and that's why I partnered with them to sell a home and then to buy a home. I also know what kind of people they are, and this is important. You know, a few years back, they, along with their participating agents, decided to make a donation out of every closing cost uh, to Arkansas Children's Northwest. Well, a few years have passed now, and they've donated over $235,000 to Arkansas Children's Northwest. So that tells you the kind of people that you're dealing with as well. Now, they're pros at their game. They know the market, they know how to negotiate, and they know how to get you from contract to close. I think your experience will be just like mine. You can log on to WeikertGriffin.com. I just want you to know, Chuck, I've been thinking about you. Basketball is back, and Bet Online is your number one source. You'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B L E A V. Bet online where the game starts. Damn in them halls with mustard, Chuck. Harold Grader is the associate executive director of the Liberty Bowl. But for those of us who see him in press boxes around the South, he really is the Liberty Bowl. He's the one we see and he's the one we talk to. And I'm pleased to welcome him today to the Give Me the Hogs Chuck podcast. And Harold, first off, it is great to see you every time you're around. And I look forward to seeing you over in Memphis. And uh, um, I know that you're excited about the Razorbacks coming too. We are indeed. And Chuck, I appreciate that. And, you know, I'm an old TV guy, now been in the bowl business for 24 years, but I always enjoy uh, seeing my friends in the media, keeping those connections, those relations. And you're certainly one of the good guys in the business and one of my good friends, and, and, I, and I appreciate that, and it's always good to see you as well. As far as the Razorbacks, absolutely, we're fired up and, and excited about having uh, Sam Pittman and the Razorbacks coming to Memphis. Uh, this will be Arkansas's sixth 
appearance in what is now known as the AutoZone Liberty Bowl game. That is a bowl record for us. So, you know, there are neighbors. We have plenty of Razorback fans and alums that live in our community, and they are a part of our community. Uh, you have a young man, Patrick Kudis, on your team from Christian Brothers High School here. And so our relationship and connection with the University of Arkansas and Razorback football goes back years and years and years. And uh, we're glad to have them back, and we're looking forward to walking them here on Christmas Day to take on Kansas. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, there was a time when we would get to the end of the regular season and there would be bowl people everywhere. And back then, athletic directors would seemingly lobby at times to get their school into whatever, you know, whatever they perceived to be the better bowl. I wonder now with, you know, ESPN's involvement, with the SEC, the way they run things now, I'm sure you still lobby. But is the process of, of recruiting a team or getting a team or whatever term you use, how different is that now than it once was? Well, it certainly has changed just in what I would say the short time that I've been on this side of the business, 24 years now. And you go way back, uh, Chuck, uh, back to the quote-unquote old days, you know, the, the stories that some of the uh, – legendary folks with with our game what would share with me when I was a young television reporter over here in Memphis was that you know back in the day it was coach Bryant maybe coach Broyles uh Bo Schembechler those type of legendary coaches when there were you know many many uh fewer or much fewer games back then where they would all just get on the phone with each other and kind of divvy them up you know hey Bo where do you want to go Bear what about you where would you like to go Frank, how about the Razorbacks? What game would you like to play in? That's the way it used to be. Then it evolved with uh, the the bowls, you know, politicking with the ads. And you know, when I came to the bowl game back in '98, it was still on that edge of what I would call old time bowl business, where you'd come into a game on Friday night, they'd take you out for a fancy dinner, and they were really working you. But that transition happened. Not too long after that, when I came to the bowl in 98, Chuck, where the conferences really took control of the bowl process. So instead of the bowls negotiating and having direct conversations with universities, all that transitioned to having contracts with the conferences where everything now comes out of the conference office and and that dynamic. But, you know, for us at the AutoZone Liberty Bowl, because you're you're experiencing it with us, because when you say you see me at games, you know, we're we're still old school in, in that way. we we think it is, a at the end of the day, still a relationship business. We want to be there. We want to see the president, the chancellor, the AD, the head coach, the media relations folks, the voice of the team on radio. We still think it's important to have those relationships. And, and I'll tell you, you know, because of that and the way we do business, you know, I, we think that played a role in what transpired this year with us getting the Razorbacks and, and uh, our relationship with with Coach Pittman and with Hunter Juracek, and the same thing on the Kansas side with their head coach, Lance Leipold, and and Travis Goff, their AD. Uh, We think that was a factor in that. Uh, So the business certainly has changed, but uh, we have adapted, but we still think at the end of the day it's about relationships. You know, all bowl games are different in a sense, and I've been to a lot of them, and you know how this works, but I say this for those who do not. Hospitality is a big part of the bowl experience. 
hey, I've been to bowls that are the so-called major bowls, and they don't make you feel quite as welcome as, like, for example, your bowl, or there have been others as well that, that, that make you feel the same way. You know, I know our players and our staff, everybody always enjoys coming over and staying at the Peabody and having a big time, and I just wonder – Given all the attention to the uh, the four-team playoff now and the coming 12-team playoff, is it hospitality? Is it being a great host? Is it showing everybody a good time? Is that one of the ways that bowls like the AutoZone Liberty Bowl survive? Oh, absolutely. There's no doubt about that. Uh, as a matter of fact, we've had some uh, just passing conversations uh, with folks in both conferences now because yes the focal point no doubt in college football and the postseason is currently about the four it's going to be about the 12 but you know as we say and actually we we had that conversation today with both coach Pittman and with Lance Leipold they were in Memphis on Thursday today uh, to talk about uh, well they're here for a media day and, and we talked about that going forward what does what does college football what does the postseason look like for uh you know legacy games like us look the focus is going to be on the big guys going forward the big bowls the big teams but in the world of postseason you know what about the six and six teams the seven and fives the eight and fours those kids and those teams you know they want to go to a bowl game too so our our basic message for now is don't forget about those teams. Don't forget about bowls like us because we're here to service teams like that and provide an experience. And at the end of the day, yeah, you know, the big guys want to settle the national championship and all of that. But, you know, again, those players on the six and sixes, the seven and fives, the eight and fours, they want to make memories too. They want to have bowl experience. And when they're, you know, 40, 50, 60 years old, you know, they want to have that bowl watch or that commemorative football that they receive from the bowl. And, and that's what we do, have been that way forever. And, you know, hospitality uh, is a big part of that. The, the bowl gifts that we provide is a big part of that. And, uh, you know, there is a place, and we think there will always be a place for the AutoZone Liberty Bowl and postseason college football because of those experiences and those memories we make for the, the players the coaching staffs, their families, and even the kids that are in cheer, Palm, and the marching band. It's all a part uh, of the group of, of folks that are going to experience the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. Yeah, I know you're excited when Arkansas comes because it's so close, but it's not the only SEC school that's so close. And I just wonder how important, you know, in terms of the long-term health of your operation there was it to partner with the Southeastern Conference. Oh, Chuck, there's no doubt. I mean, you know, we're right in the middle of SEC country. You know, you know Memphis, and you're familiar with with our town. It's, I call it, uh, it's, we're kind of the United Nations of college football. Uh, <laughs> obviously, lots of SEC. You know, on Friday afternoons, you better look where you're driving on the interstates because folks are leaving town, going to Fayetteville, going to Knoxville, going to Oxford, going to Starkville. All over the SEC, they have alums and fans in our city. And the, the SEC relationship is vitally important with us. It goes all the way back to the very beginning of the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. Back in 1959, when the first game was played in Philadelphia, who played? Alabama. When the game moved to Memphis in 1965, who played? And this is a record. Auburn and Ole Miss in the first game wow. played here in Memphis in 1965. So no conference has had more teams play in our game 
and no conference means uh, more to us than the Southeastern Conference. So when things were evolving in the bowl business uh, back in 04, 05, 06, it was important for us to formally partner with the SEC. So our current relationship by contract you know, goes all the way back to 2006 uh, when we put it on paper and, and formed the, the new contractual agreement in partnership we have with the, with the SEC. And there's nothing like it as, as Greg Sankey and that bunch, as we all know, it just means more. It certainly does. And it certainly means more to us. And we, we love SEC football. We love their fans. Uh, we love having them come here. And, you know, then a few years ago, Chuck, on the other side, when we had an opportunity to partner with the Big 12, kind of the same thing. We're right in the middle of their footprint. And to have SEC Big 12, it is the perfect world for us. The fans can get to our game. They can jump in the car and drive to Memphis. Uh, you know, because unless you're one of the mega games and fans are willing and wanting, if needed, to get on an airplane, great for them. But for us, we want fans to be able to jump in the car, make the short drive to Memphis, and, and have a great experience. And that's vitally important to us. And our viability and going forward, don't see that changing. We want fans to be able to drive to our game and be here and experience it. You know, you were talking about the bands and the Palm Squad and all that stuff a little bit earlier. I remember the last yep. time we were there. You know, you've got the Battle of the Bands. You've got a lot of things going on downtown around Beale and all that. You guys still do all that? Is that going to be going on this year? Absolutely. And our downtown, Chuck, has been transformed. Uh, a lot of uh, the 30-somethings, young professionals living downtown. Uh, certainly the focal point is still Beale Street. Uh, and the clubs there, uh, you know, in Memphis, it, it's about the food and the music. And uh, Memphis is a great food town, even beyond barbecue. Everybody, we always talk about the barbecue, but it's a great food town beyond just barbecue. Uh, but certainly when it comes to our official events, the day before the game, uh, we're going to have our traditional Beale Street Parade, followed by the Bashon Beale Pep Rally, Battle of the Bands, uh, there at Handy Park. Uh, we'll have a, a gala event at the Peabody Hotel with Starship will be the entertainment there. Hey. They will also perform at halftime of the game. You know the, uh, the you know all their songs, don't you? You're getting into my built, age built group. Built the city on rock and roll. Like it. They're, they're, they're going to be the, the featured act this year. So, yeah, we still do all of those traditional events. And, again, for us here at the AutoZone, AutoZone Liberty Bowl in Memphis, that is the bowl experience. And when we talk about the bowl experience, obviously there's more than just the football game. It's all of those events that lead up to it. And, and again, we want people to come to Memphis, enjoy our official events, but also experience what Memphis has to offer. And it, it's Bill Street, it's Graceland, it's the National Civil Rights Museum. And, you know, in that regard, Chuck, one of the things we talk about here from a community aspect is the authenticity of the Memphis experience. And if you want to go to Graceland, there's only one. You want to go to Beale Street, there's only one. You want to go visit uh, the Lorraine Hotel and the National Civil Rights Museum and make that trek, there's only one place. All of that only happens in one place in the whole wide world, and that's Memphis, Tennessee. And that all wraps into what we do for what we call the bowl experience here at the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. I got to ask you about a little bit of football here before we go. Last yes, question. Sir. You had an opportunity, as you mentioned, to – uh, visit with Coach Pittman and Coach Leipold uh, simultaneously. You know, it's interesting. You yeah. went from northwest Arkansas to southeast Kansas in a little over an hour. 
but they've not played football against one another since 1906. Arkansas wasn't even the Razorbacks then. They were still the Cardinals yeah. back then. Just it's kind of the significance from a historical perspective of bringing two great land-grant institutions together after all these years to play a football game. Absolutely, and where better to do that than right here in Memphis at the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. And it is right off the, the, the jump of it, Chuck, two great brands. You don't have to explain what that Jayhawk logo is. You don't have to explain what the Razorback logo is. Folks know Kansas, Arkansas, two great brands in the world of college athletics, great histories, great fans, great legacies, looking forward to it. And, you know, and for uh, for Kansas, you know, they haven't been to a bowl game in nearly 15 years. So for them to break that uh, long drought and, and do it here is great. We're, we're looking forward to having the Razorbacks back. But, you know, from a game standpoint, from everything we're hearing, the star players on both sides are, are available, going to play. And just from a, then from a national standpoint, Chuck, two great brands on ESPN, solo TV time slot on ESPN on the 28th at 430 Central. We think it lines up for everybody, for both universities, both football programs, our city to be showcased, and we're looking forward to it. We think it's going to be a a really entertaining ball game, and we're looking forward to it. It's going to be exciting. Harold, you're a great ambassador for the AutoZone Liberty Bowl, but moreover, you're a great ambassador for Memphis. If you ever run for mayor, I'm going to retire and come over and work for you. How about that? Well, I'll tell you what, if I ever run for mayor, my wife is going to say, you better go to Fayetteville and ask Chuck for a job because uh, you're <laughs> out of here. So, But I appreciate it. You're very kind. And again, we, we can't say enough about our relationship with the University of Arkansas, their leadership, their fans, and uh, we're, we're looking forward to it. And we, we just do. And it's not just hyperbole, Chuck. We really think uh, this is one of the outstanding matchups. As a matter of fact, I don't know if you saw it, CBS rated it the 18th best bowl matchup of, of out of the 41 games. So we're looking forward to it and, and uh, can't say enough about our, our relationship and partnership with, with everyone at the University of Arkansas. Harold, happy holidays. We'll see you soon. Thank you, sir. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. See you folks on December 25th. When the team rolls into town at the Peabody uh, here in Memphis. Elmo would like the Hawks, Chuck. Well, the Razorbacks will be over in Tulsa by the close of business today. They've got some business to tend to with the Sooners at high noon tomorrow. Arkansas lost this game to Oklahoma badly last year, and I know most of the players who played in that game are gone. I mean, only Kamani Johnson and Devo were here last year, but the coaches were here. Everybody remembers what happened, and so uh, you know we'll see if that has something to do with the outcome tomorrow. Arkansas is a six-and-a-half-point favorite according to the Bet Saracen app. And if you're one of those people that likes to place a little wager on your favorite game, the Bet Saracen app's really where you need to be. If you want all the latest info, if you want to be an informed wagerer, um, you really need to download the Bet Saracen app. Now, you know, I know about Vegas odds, but if you're going to bet Vegas odds legally, you got to be in Vegas. And Arkansas law prevents a lot of these national apps from operating within the borders of our state. So the place you got to go is the Bet Saracen app. Again, Arkansas minus six and a half going into the game tomorrow. They've got a how to play video when you log on, so make sure you download the Bet Saracen app, Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. 
Hogs will play without Trevin Brazil tomorrow. They'll play without Trevin Brazil for the remainder of the season. A torn ACL suffered in that game Tuesday night against North Carolina Greensboro. Must says it's going to be different now. Who we are Saturday is it's a new ball club. TB was a leader for us way back when we went and played the four games overseas. He's been a go-to player and a guy that we've relied on offensively, defensively, blocking shots, versatility. There's going to be an adjustment. There's, there's no doubt about it. And like I mentioned, just other guys are going to get an opportunity. I don't think there's one particular player. I think it's 25 or 26 minutes that are now available that probably were not available up until that injury. Well, obviously, there will be minutes for other people. And, you know, the ones that get the most minutes going forward are the ones that perform the best. And, you know, as has been discussed, there are lots of candidates out there uh, to fill that void. The thing about Brazil, and Muss has talked about this, is that I mean, he can play the three, the four, the five. So you don't really replace him with a man. You replace him with men. You know, you got to do it by committee and by group. And uh, they begin to sort that out tomorrow against Oklahoma. You can work on it in practice. You can do a lot of things in practice. But sometimes you really got to sort these things out in games. And uh, that process will begin tomorrow. Should be a good one. It's a noon game, so you got to get around early if you're going to be game ready, shall we say, for Arkansas and Oklahoma at high noon. I want to thank you for being here this week. I um, want to thank Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, for making all this possible. Bet Saracen and the Bet Saracen app. Get your numbers right uh, before we move into the weekend. I want to thank you, of course, for listening, and we ask that you download the Hit That Line podcast network. That will allow this podcast to download. It will allow the others to download as well, and when you subscribe, it'll download automatically. So spread the word if you would. Have a great weekend. We're back on Monday. Till then, thanks for listening. Give me an H. Give me an O. Give me a G. Give me an S. What's that spell? Give me the hug. Chuck. <laughs> this podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.